0: In this message, we discover why the name of Jesus is the greatest and see the greatness of the one behind the name.
1: All right, so we are going to start this exciting series on the mighty name of Jesus. Now, I hope you've downloaded the PDF of the book. I think there are about 28, 29 chapters, something like that. And, uh, you know, of course, we're going to cover several chapters uh, in a particular sermon. And uh, today, in this opening sermon, this introduction to the series, we will be covering chapters one and two. So let's just begin by talking about the name of Jesus and what the Bible tells us that this name, the name of Jesus, is above every other name. And uh, why is that so? Why is the name Jesus greater than? than any other name. Why is it the greatest name? Why is it that we can expect things to happen when we speak the name of Jesus? Now, As we progress, we will find, we will learn that the Lord Jesus has given us believers the right to use that name and he has told us what to do. He has told us certain things to do in his name and we will go towards that. But let's begin to understand the greatness of this name. now. Just imagine a child, a baby being born in a royal family. Now, uh, the you know maybe the king and the queen. This, this is just you know a, a scenario. Uh, a king and a queen, they have a baby, a son. Now they pick out a name for that child, their son, and they give that child a name. Now that probably would be. Uh, many others with that name or a similar name, but the name they pick up for their son identifies their son very uniquely. Their son has this name. So they have given that name to their child. Now, what happens when this child is born to the king and the queen? Not only does this child, this unique baby, have this name, but along with that name comes a title, maybe prince, or whatever title is used in their particular domain. Let's just say a prince, title of prince. So the title of the prince is appended to that name. And when that title is appended to that name, it is signifying something, it's signifying that This child is a royal child. There is royalty. And behind that name, there is royalty. And it means that the king, his throne, and his entire kingdom now backs up that name. So it's no longer just an ordinary name. It's a name that has been given to this unique child. It's a name, secondly, that... Carries royalty. The whole throne, that whole kingdom, is now behind that name. And as uh, as a child grows up, uh, it will be known as Prince so and so, and maybe someday King so and so. There's royalty behind that name. And now imagine this: this baby grows up, this you know, he becomes young adult, and and then he becomes a great man, and maybe. He wins many wars, he conquers great territory, he does a lot of good, and uh, and he can do a lot of things. And now what happens is people begin to appreciate that person and recognize that name, not just because it was a name given to him at birth, not just because there was royalty that came along with that name, they appreciate that name because of what the person has done for the kingdom uh, and so on. So that... Adds value or makes that name great. Now then Jesus, the Lord Jesus, as we see in Scripture, for Jesus, all of these three things are brought out for us in Scripture. So we're just going to look at some scriptures that highlight these things to us. So first of all, the name Jesus is great because it was the name given to the incarnate word. By the Father at His incarnation, at His birth. So if you have your Bibles, please, we can turn together to Matthew chapter 1 and uh, verse 21. Of course, uh, this is a very familiar verse, uh, perhaps quoted every Christmas. Uh, so let's just go there, Matthew chapter 1 and verse 21. The angel appeared to Joseph. Now it says here in verse 21. Uh, The angel appeared to Joseph in a dream, and verse 21 says, She will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. So try to imagine this in your minds. The eternal Word lays aside all of his powers of deity and comes into the earth as a baby through the Virgin Mary and God sends an angel to Joseph and says, the name that I want to give this baby is Jesus. So the name Jesus was not an earthly name. It wasn't a name that Joseph and Mary, you know, went online, Googled and found us. No, it was a name that was given to this incarnate word by the Father Himself, There's a divine name, a heavenly name. You call His name Jesus. Why? Because He's going to save people from their sins. The name Jesus uh, is the Greek form of the Hebrew word uh, Joshua, which or Jehovah, Yehoshua, or Joshua, simply means Savior or God who is salvation. So, Jesus, God, who is salvation, Savior, the one who saves, the one who brings salvation. So that was a name God picked up, called his name Savior, God, who is salvation. Now, that word Savior, or to save, uh, especially in the Greek understanding, the Greek word used is the word sozo, and if you look at that word sozo throughout, it's used in the New Testament. It is used to talk about many different aspects of salvation. So it's not just, you know, to save from sin. That is one of the aspects of salvation in the New Testament. But salvation, the way the word sozo is used, or its parallel word "soteria," the way it's used, both of these words, is used to talk about. Salvation from sin, salvation from hell, to be saved from hell. That same word is translated to be healed from sickness and disease. It's The same word is used to refer to being delivered from demonic powers. Same word to be talked about deliverance from demonic powers. That same word is used to talk about freedom or liberation from captivity or oppression. Something that's holding you down to be free from it. That same word is used to talk about safety and preservation. That same word is translated or is used to talk about victory or triumph, overcoming conflict. So what we must understand is salvation, savior, salvation, as far as the New Testament is concerned, is something very big. It's comprehensive. It includes all these things. So Jesus, that name, salvation, means not just forgiveness of sins, or not just being rescued from hell, but it also means to be healed, to be made whole, to be delivered, to be preserved and protected, to be rescued, to be set free from bondage, and uh, to gain victory, uh, to overcome conflict. All of that is included in the word of salvation. Call his name Jesus because he's going to save then there is salvation in the name of Jesus. So when we say Jesus, we are saying, God, you are my salvation. You are my healer. You are my deliverer. You are my protector. You are my rescuer. You are the one who gives me victory. You are the one who protects my life. You are the one who saves me from sin, who saves me from hell. You are my salvation, Jesus. That's the name. The second passage I want us to go to is in Hebrews chapter 1, verses 1 through 4. So if you have the Bibles, please, let's go to Hebrews chapter 1, verses 1 through 4. And uh, you're going to see that not only was the name Jesus given to him at his birth by the Father. The Father said, call his name Jesus. Not only did that happen, but we also see that. The name Jesus was a name he inherited as the son. So just like we use the story, the analogy that you know the child is born into the royal family because the child is born of the royal family and is a son or a daughter, whatever you want to picture it as. The the child inherits royalty. A royal name is appended, title is appended to the child. So the Bible tells us here in Hebrews chapter 1, verses 1 through 4, read the whole passage. God, who at various times and in various ways spoke in time past to the fathers by the prophets, has in these last days spoken to us by his Son, whom he has appointed heir, of all things, through whom also he made the worlds, who being the brightness of his glory, the express image of his person, and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had purged himself, purged, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high, having become so much better than the angels, as he has by inheritance, obtained a more excellent name than they. I want to notice a few things. First of all, there are two sides, uh, two aspects that that the writer of Hebrews is bearing out in these four verses. One is the divine aspect and one is the aspect of the Son. On the divine side, he's saying, you know, this Jesus that we're talking about is is the one through whom God spoke, but this Jesus is the one through whom all things were created, and all things are upheld by the power of His Word. May this is Creator. This is the Person who is sustaining this universe. We're talking about Him. Now He became a Son. He came into the earth as the incarnate Son of God, and on the earth He was the express image of the Father. He was the glory of the Father. He was here revealing the father to us. He was the exact representation of the father here on earth as the son. And as the son of God, he paid for the sins of the world. And when he had finished that work, he ascended back and he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high, just talking about him, the son. And as a son, the father decided two things. said, he is the heir of all things, the son has now become the heir of all things. And he therefore inherits a name. He inherits a name which is more excellent than any other name. It is more magnificent. It's more greater than all the names of the angels. So secondly, Jesus inherited name. There was this whole aspect of royalty. Now, what, what does that mean? That means behind the name of Jesus, is the very throne of God. All the power and the royalty, the dominion, the authority of God's throne is behind that name. That's why the the Bible says, you know, his kingdom, Psalm 103 says his kingdom rules over all. And that kingdom is behind the name Jesus. He has by inheritance obtained a name that is greater than every other. There is royalty behind that name. And the Bible tells us that you know God has, uh, he's seated there at the right hand of the Father, on the majesty on high. And, and uh, there is royalty behind that name. When you and I say the name of Jesus, we must understand that all of the kingdom of God, the very throne of God, the majesty of God is behind that name. God backs that up. There's royalty behind that name. The third thing we see, and we now go to Philippians chapter 2, and we're going to look at verses 5 through 11. Again, uh, this is a a very familiar passage, and I'm sure uh, many of us have uh, read these verses earlier. Let's read them again. Philippians chapter 2, verses 5 through 11. The apostle Paul writes here, he says, Let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus, who, being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God. I mean, he didn't want to hold on to that place of being equal with God, but he was willing to do something. What did he do? Verse 7, but made himself of no reputation. In the Greek, it simply means he emptied himself and made himself nothing. He emptied himself, made himself of no reputation taking the form of a bond servant and coming in the likeness of men, He was made just like a man. Verse 8, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Verse 9, therefore, God also has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of those in heaven and those on earth and those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. I want you to notice a few things. Jesus went through this whole process of stepping out of heaven, coming in as a man, and becoming obedient to the Father, living that life, sinless life, and then and, and offering himself as a sacrifice on the cross. And he did all of that. And the Bible says, therefore, in other words, because of what he has achieved through his death on the cross, through the life he lived, through his sacrificial death on the cross, through his triumph over all demonic powers, through him being raised up from the dead, because of all of that, a name was conferred upon him. Therefore, God has highly exalted him and given him a name. That name was conferred on him and said honor was put upon him. He was raised to the highest place and given the greatest name. So third aspect, because of his achievements, this great name was placed upon him. So behind that name are all his achievements. Everything that he actually did is behind that name. When you mention the name of Jesus, why do demons tremble? Because the person behind the name conquered Satan and every demon spirit. That's why demons tremble of that name. Because behind that name is a man or is is the son of God who accomplished amazing things. And we need to understand that. So three reasons. Why the name of Jesus is a name that is so great. Why it is the greatest name. It was a name that was given by the Father. It was a name that he inherited. There's royalty. There's the very throne of God behind that name. There's no other name like that. There are many. There are many kings and queens. And princes and princesses and all of that. But no one that has the backing of the very throne of God. And thirdly. There is no one who has achieved what Jesus achieved, who has accomplished what Jesus accomplished. So this name has behind it everything that Jesus accomplished through his life, his death on the cross, his burial, his resurrection, his ascension. It's all behind that name. And the Bible says God has highly exalted him. And Ephesians 1, verses 20, 21, 22, it says, he has made him to sit at his own right hand, Far above all things, principalities, powers, dominions, mights, and every other name in this world and in the age to come. And he has put all things under his feet and made him to be the head over all things for the church. So this name represents such a person. You know, we are just beginning to scratch on the surface of why this name is so great. And I would like us to pause at this time and sing a little chorus. This is an old chorus. Uh, It's a short chorus. And the the words will come up on the screen. And I just want you to sing this little chorus. His name is wonderful. Let's pause and let us sing that name. His name is wonderful. We're just beginning to understand about the name of Jesus. Now we go to chapter two in the books. So if you're following with me in the book, it's been chapter two. You know, one very important part of us understanding the greatness of the name of Jesus is to know the person behind the name. A name is only as great as the person behind the name. And if you know the greatness of the person behind the name, then we will understand the greatness of that name. If we are ignorant of the person behind the name, we won't, you know, we won't treat the name with the honor and the reverence that it deserves. We will not know how powerful, how great the name is. But the more we understand about the person behind the name, then we know this name is powerful. This name is great. And when I speak that name, I can expect certain things to happen. Why? Because I know who is behind the name. So I want to take in this chapter, chapter two, and in this few minutes that we have, I want to just talk to us about the greatness of the person, Jesus. I want us to help recognize, help us recognize the greatness of the person behind the name. Now, this is not necessarily everything that Jesus is. But we've tried to, I'm going to try to communicate to us the greatness of the person. So please listen to this. Jehovah, the name Jesus is the name of the one who is in the Godhead. He is also called the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father. He is co-equal and one with the Father and the Spirit. He fully represents the Godhead. He is Jehovah, even as the Father and the Spirit are. He is the great I Am. He is Emmanuel, God with us. Calling on the name of Jesus is calling on Jehovah God, the eternal self-existent, unchangeable God who keeps covenants. The eternal word, the name Jesus, is the name of the eternal word who was with God and who was God. He is the word of God forever. All things in the visible and invisible worlds were created by him, through him, and for him. He is the beginning, the originator, the source of everything, for all things came from, through, and by him. He is before all things and is the upholder, sustainer, regulator, and completer Of all things, there is power in the name of Jesus to create, to uphold, to sustain, to regulate, to control, to order everything in the visible and invisible, natural and spiritual realms. Son of God, the name Jesus is the name of God who became a man and walked the earth as the Son of God. There has never been a person like this one, and there never will be. He is the image of the invisible God revealed to us. He is the expression of the Father's glory for us to see. He is one with the Father, so that when we see Him, we see the Father. He spoke the Father's words, did the Father's works, fulfilled the Father's will. He ushered in the kingdom of God here on earth. He is the heir of all things and the one who inherited all things. He was shown to be the Son of God by the power of the Holy Spirit and in and being raised from the dead. Out of his fullness, he has poured upon us immeasurable grace. The mention of the name of Jesus causes the glory of the Father to be revealed, causes the Father's will to be established and releases heaven to us on earth. Sinless, spotless Lamb of God. The name Jesus is the name of the sinless, spotless, perfect Lamb of God who alone was able to remove the sins of the world. He is the Lamb of God slain even before the foundation of the world. He was tempted in every way as we all are and yet he was without sin. His blood is holy, sinless, and pure. His blood offered before God in the heavenly Holy of Holies obtained our redemption. He has purchased and redeemed us by His blood and made us kings and priests to God. He is the Passover lamb whose blood covers and protects us and announces our deliverance from the oppressor. We overcome Satan and all demons. When we declare what the blood of the Lamb of God has done for us, he will forever be the Lamb of God enthroned. In the name of Jesus, our sins are forgiven. We are washed, sanctified, justified in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, we stand totally redeemed and Satan has no claim over us and no place in us. Messiah, the Anointed One. The name Jesus is the name of the Messiah, the Christ, the Holy Anointed One. He is the servant that Isaiah prophesied about. The Anointed One and his anointing removes every burden of demonic oppression and destroys every yoke of Satan. In the name of Jesus, every Demonic oppression is removed and every yoke of Satan is destroyed. Healer. The name Jesus is the name of the great physician. The one who heals us from every sickness and every disease. He caused the lame to walk, the blind to see, the deaf to hear, the dumb to speak, the crippled and maimed to be whole, and people to be healed from every sickness and every disease. He carried away all our sicknesses, diseases, and pains on the cross so that by His wounds we have been healed. He is the Son of Righteousness who covers us with healing in His wings. In the name of Jesus, sickness and disease is removed, ailments, deformities, abnormalities, chronic illnesses, incurable diseases bow before that mighty name so that people are healed. Prince of Shalom. The name Jesus is the name of the one who is the Prince of Shalom, the Prince of Peace. He is the King who brings wholeness to all who come to Him. On the cross, He bore the punishment to bring us shalom, peace, total well-being, complete wholeness. He gives perfect peace, peace which the world cannot give. The mention of the name of Jesus brings perfect shalom, peace, total well-being, complete wholeness. His name comes of fears, dispels confusion, drives away torments, and administers wholeness. Miracle worker, source of all blessing, the name Jesus is the name of the great miracle worker. He raised the dead, turned water to wine, multiplied food, calmed winds and waves, caused a great catch of fish and many other miracles, and does the same today as in Bible days. He is the one who has removed every curse from our diso- for our disobedience by himself becoming a curse for us on the cross. He has caused the blessing of Abraham to be released upon us. In Christ we are blessed with every blessing that comes from God. In the name of Jesus, Miracles happen. Situations are turned around. The impossible becomes possible. Every curse is removed and the blessings of God are freely released. Kinsman, Redeemer, Deliverer. The name Jesus is the name of the one who became our Kinsman, Redeemer, our Deliverer. He became like one of us our blood brother, our family member, so that he could step into our situation and bring us out of it. Jesus is the last Adam, the second man. This man redeemed us from the fall. He brought us out of all that Adam put us under. He gave himself as a ransom, the redemption price for all. He became poor so we could be made rich. We are now the redeemed of the Lord, redeemed from bondage to sin, redeemed from every curse, delivered from Satan and delivered from this present evil age. He became what we were so he could lift us to where he is and make us sons and daughters, heirs of God and joint heirs. And because of him, we have been made righteous, lavished with God's abundant grace and we reign in life. The mighty name of Jesus redeems, delivers, breaks bondages, liberates the oppressed, sets the captives free, and causes us to reign and have dominion in life. Destroyer of Satan. The name of Jesus is the name of the one who came as the seed of the woman to crush the head of the serpent. He is the one who cast Satan out from his place of rulership on earth. This Jesus is the one to whom Satan came and found no place, no access, no foothold, no power, nothing in him. This Jesus on the cross judged, condemned, and sentenced the devil. This Jesus on the cross disarmed Satan and all his demons and made a public show of his triumph over them. He is a stronger one who entered the strong man's house, disarmed him, and plundered his goods. This Jesus through his death destroyed Satan. He did all of this just for us, representing us and on our behalf. Today, in the mighty name of Jesus, Satan and his demons tremble and flee before the believer. Demons are cast out, Satan's works are destroyed and people are delivered. Triumphant conqueror, King forever. The name Jesus is the name of the one who conquered hell and the grave and rose triumphant from the dead, the firstborn, the first begotten of the dead. He is the one with all authority in heaven and earth. He is head over all things, with everything placed under his feet. He is seated at the Father's right hand, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. Today he is the mediator of the new covenant, the apostle of our confession, the forerunner, the minister of the heavenly sanctuary, our great high priest, intercessor and advocate. He is the first and the last, the Alpha and Omega, the one in whom everything is held together, beginning to end, and yet himself is without beginning and without ending, supreme and sovereign from beginning to end. He is the amen, the so be it, the fulfillment of all the purposes of God. He is the rod of, out of Jesse, the branch, the promised seed of David, the root and offspring of David, the lion of the tribe of Judah who has conquered all. He is ruler over all the kings of the earth. He is Christ our Lord, the Lord of glory and the Lord of all. He is the one who holds the highest rank the first place in everything, and so he will be forever the most exalted one. He is the blessed and only potentate, the King of kings and Lord of lords, immortal, invisible, to whom belongs all honor and everlasting power, who is coming back to rule and reign forever. Amen. His name is provides everything we need. His name commands all realms, and at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow in heaven, on earth, and in hell, and every tongue confess that he alone is Lord. His name and called upon in faith will cause to happen everything he would do if he were physically present. He is as closed as the mention of his name. All who he is and all that he has accomplished is in that name, contained and expressed through his majestic name. He, Jesus, is in his name. Amen, amen, amen. No other name, but the name of Jesus. There's so much in that name. Jesus is in his name. And so every time we speak that name, Jesus, just remember Jesus is in that name. That name carries Jesus in it. It is so simple, but yet so powerful. We're gonna continue this series in the weeks to come. I want to encourage you to share this message with your friends. Tell them to download the book and join us in the weeks to come so that we can begin to delve into the greatness of this name and how we are to use that name. We're going to get ready to close. Before that, I want to pray. I want to lead us in partaking the Lord's table. And then we will close. Now, I want to give an invitation to anyone who's never received Jesus Christ in their life. You know, the Bible says that whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And you've heard today, Jesus, who he is, and he is in his name. And whoever you are, if you call on the name of Jesus, you will be saved. Meaning, your sins will be forgiven. You'll be brought out of darkness into his marvelous light. You'll be made a child of God and you will have a relationship with God which is not available anywhere. A church can't give you a relationship with God. Becoming, signing your name in some denomination will not give you a relationship with God. Going here and there will not, you know, for pilgrimages and doing this and that will not give you a relationship with God. But through Jesus, the Bible says, We can be made children of God because he made it possible for us. And I'm going to lead us in a simple prayer. If you've never prayed in your life before to receive Jesus into your life, I want to invite you to pray this prayer with me. And after that, our worship team will lead us in a time of worship, a song, and then we're going to partake in the Lord's table. So I'll lead a salvation prayer. You can pray that with me. And then the worship team will lead us. And then I will come back. And we will partake of the Lord's table right after that. So, if you want to receive Jesus Christ to give your life to Jesus, just say the simple prayer with me, please. Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. I ask you to come into my life, forgive my sins, make me a child of God, and help me to follow you and you alone the rest of my life. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. If you've done that, we'd love to hear from you. You can send us an email uh, to testimony at apcw.org. Just let us know that you prayed that prayer today and we'll celebrate with you. Or if you'd like to, you can put your name up on the live chat. If if you're fine with doing that, that's another way to let us know that you've prayed this prayer or just send us an email. We want to celebrate with you. Now, the worship team will lead us in a time of worship, prepare your heart we'll come back and partake of the Lord's table together
2: You're here with the grace
0: of the Savior
2: with the heart of the Father you're all we need. You're here with the hands of the healer Power of your spirit, you're all
0: we need. Let's sing it again. You're here with the grace of the Savior, with the heart of the Father. You're all we need. You're here of the healer with the power of your spirit you're all we need at the mention of your name every chain will break I know everything will change Jesus whisper of your name With silence wind and waves
2: and the nation
0: You're here, you're the power. Everything you breathe on is coming back to life. You're here, you're here, you're the provider. All I've ever needed, Jesus, you supply. You're here with wonder-working power, and everything you breathe on is coming back to
2: life. At the mention
0: of your name, every chain will break, I know everything will change. whisper of your name, with silence, wind and waves, at the mention of your name. You are my strength, you are my anchor, you never fail, you are my hope. are my anchor and you never fail you are my hope you will Silence wind and waves, at the
1: mention of your name. Alright, if you have the your the elements there at the table before you, if you're partaking by yourself or if you have your family, get them around. And the head of the household, just lay your hands on the elements. We're going to pray, we're going to concentrate the elements. And I'm just going to lead us in partaking of it. And you know, right where you are, mention the name Jesus. Just speak the name Jesus. And that name has everything that we heard. Whatever you need, some may need healing. And your condition may be incurable. Your condition may be something beyond what doctors can do. And we thank God for doctors and hospitals, but sometimes there are limits. And maybe the doctor says, look, we can't help you. But today, as you partake of the Lord's table, healing will be administered to you through that name and through your partaking of the Lord's table. Now, if you don't have the elements with you, that's all right, just pray with us. But for those of us who have the elements already, let's pray and consecrate these elements. Father, We consecrate these simple earthly elements of wafer, of bread, and grape juice. Whatever people are using, Lord, today, some may have water. We just consecrate that. Father, we pray that as we do this, to proclaim our covenant with you, and the covenant that we have with you, Let the power of the name of Jesus impact our lives. Let healings, miracles, deliverances take place. Let every need be met during this time. The Lord Jesus said, take eat. This is my body given for you. Let's partake of the bread of the wafer. Let's partake of it together in Jesus' name. Lord Jesus said, this is my blood of the new covenant that is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. As we partake of the cup together, let's remember what the blood of Jesus has done for us. In Jesus' name, let's partake of the cup together. Heavenly Father, we've proclaimed the Lord's death. We've proclaimed what Jesus has done for us on the cross. So right now, let impossible become possible. Let every sickness, disease, torment, oppression of the devil be removed. That healings take place right there where people are. Whether the person is by him, herself or himself or whether there are people as families who need healing, who need a touch, that miracles take place. Lord God, even right now, touch them. If you're sitting on a bed, your leg is dangling and you're unable to move it, get up off that bed, start walking and expect Jesus to heal you. If we're together as a family, and there's a member in your family who's got a problem, just expect healing right now. Lord God, let mighty things take place. I also pray for your shalom. I speak your shalom into people's lives. Let there be a turnaround of their circumstances and situations in the name of Jesus. Let there be, oh Lord, a turnaround of businesses. Let there be a turnaround of business deals. Lord, let there be divine intervention in the name of Jesus. Let the shalom of God flood their lives. Father, I pray for those who are serving you, serving you in different ways. Prosper each one and cause them to be fruitful in their ministries. We give you thanks, Father. Lord, together we join our hearts. And we pray for our nation and for the nations of the world. And we declare the name of Jesus over our nation and over the nations. And in the name of Jesus, together we command the power of coronavirus to be broken to recede. We command healing over the nations. Let the Son of Righteousness arise with healing in his wings over the nations. Let nations recover, let nations be brought back to the place of strength in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father. Thank you so much for being with us on the service today. Thank you for joining us. We'd be delighted to hear from you if you want to write to us at testimony at apcw.org. That's the email to write to us. If you need prayer, you can write to prayer at apcw.org. If you need any kind of help, just reach out to membercare at apcw.org. We'd love to hear from you. I me encourage you, please share this message with many others and tell them to join us on this series. We need to learn even much more on the mighty name of Jesus. Make sure you get the book, uh, download the PDF, study it. Be ready for next Sunday when we continue this series on the mighty name of Jesus. And in the name of Jesus, you be blessed. See you again.